You're listening to the audio-only version of Your Reality Recap's weekly show for Survivor Blood vs. Water. To see the video version, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com or YouTube slash realityrecaps. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our week four, I think, I hope, week four of Survivor. <laughs> week three of okay. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> Three episode four recap of our Survivor show. You guys know the deal. You can follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Reality Recaps. Hey guys, it's John Richardson. So excited to have Melissa on, our Survivor blogger, to give us all the details that Eric and I may miss. Um, you can follow me at Comedy Jonah. Hi everybody, I'm Melissa. I blog about Survivor. I'm also blogging about The Amazing Race, so check those out. Um, And read my King of the Nerds blog, too. Read that. And you can follow me on Twitter at TheDolphinPoet. And you can read all of that on YourRealityRecaps.com. That's correct. That is true. Now, John, you need to calm down because you're clearly very cold. And I I need to tell people some things. You're freezing. I, I, I can feel your black heart all the way on the West Coast. I mean, you're inside wearing a leather jacket and a scarf, and I don't think it's a fashion statement. It's a vest. Here's okay, zip it. Here's what I have to. <laughs> here's what I have to tell everybody, and then I'll let you tell them something. I promise. I don't want to say anything. Thumbs up and subscribe to this YouTube channel. It really helps support our shows, as does using the Amazon.com link on our homepage to start any online shopping you guys need to do. You don't pay any more, and we get a little bit back. Of course, like Melissa said, she is blogging um, Amazing Race right now and Survivor. She just um, was doing King of the Nerds 2, which are all really good. If you like the comedic stuff that we do, you should totally check out our blogs because she makes them like little funny cartoons with sayings, and they're very they're very good. I love um, Melissa's blogs. Dana, our other blogger, is of course covering Big Brother Canada. We're going to start having some interviews, I believe, starting next next week with the Big Brother Canada people. And of course, if you guys are watching right now on YouTube or in the chat room on our website slash live show, leave us questions for the show and we will answer them. But lastly, John Richardson, what can the people really do if they want to help us out? Well, I mean, helping us out by visiting our website and, of course, checking out the other blogs we have, such as RuPaul's Drag Race, as well as uh, Real Housewives of New York, where I also vlog about both of those. But you can also help us out by visiting yourrealityrecaps.com for, uh, slash kick. It is the link to our Kickstarter. You can see our video. If you like the content that you're seeing on our site, if you like our comedic recaps, here is a chance to help us out, share, and donate. Um, and, yeah. yeah, it goes a long way. And you know what happens when you guys share and donate? John, guess what came today? <gasps> oh, swag, more swag, more Yay. giveaways. Lots of stuff for all of you, and you can get some. If you go check out that Kickstarter, there are ways to get swag, but we'll be giving some away, too provided that our Kickstarter gets funded and we don't stop doing shows altogether. <laughs> so, go check that out. Only eight more days. Eight more days. But let's talk about what you guys all want to talk about. Sa-freaking-viver. So we start 
We start with Spencer, shirtless, in the dark, how I like him. Um, so surprised that he was saved. So what were your thoughts on that, Melissa, you know, with Spencer being saved? And, you know, it didn't really seem that awkward to me. Were you, su- were you surprised how cool he was with them? Uh, no, not really. I think, I mean, I think he genuinely got a, along with the girls beforehand. It's just, uh, you know, it's between him and Jatia. I mean, I think they get along fine. And, you know, it's hard to judge whether or not they made the right decision because we know what's going to happen in this episode. Right. What we knew last week. But I think it was a good move to keep him. Yeah. I think it was a good move and to I, keep him. Yeah, but yeah, I think it. I think it. It had a good vibe after the tribal when Jatia left. So, like him making the joke about, "Oh, this is the final three. If we could just get through those other two tribes." Right. Exactly. I love. <laughs> no, and I absolutely agree. I didn't understand what the big decision was because even though they were talking about Jatia being more loyal and all that good stuff, she's still a hothead. I mean, she still dumped out the food. Like I couldn't get over it. It was still done. Like, I'm still hungry. Yeah, you're loyal to me, but my tummy hurts. And I'd like something to eat, please. Well, so it was. I would bring it on the islands. So. Yeah, you. I, I don't know why they all. So I thought it was the only. I thought it was the only mode. Yeah. Stop well, interrupting me, Curto. I agree with okay. you. I, I agree with you. Um, so. We need to not bury the lead so I can read down this list and then kind of be done with, like, blah, blah, blah information. So we find out there is going to be a tribe merge right at the start of the reward challenge. So I just want to let you all know how it shakes out super quickly. Now Apari is Sarah, Spencer, Morgan, Cass, Hasha, Jeremiah, and Alexis. And um, Salani, Salami, I just call them Salami, is Wu, Cliff, Trish, Jeffra, LJ, Lindsay, and Tony. But basically, really the only thing that matters, and I think, I'm going to throw it to Melissa after I make this statement, pretty much only Sarah's the one who only got screwed, because she got separated from her blonde <laughs> team, basically the entire Cops are us. Team. Cops are yes. us. Are Cops are us. And now she's more like the swing vote in the other tribe. Am I correct on that, Melissa? Oh, well, I mean, we'll see because, you know, well, I mean, we can get to that later. Uh, But she is is between what I think there's going to be some alliances made that she's left out of because she's kind of the odd one out and she was on that winning tribe. And even the beauties that are there, they don't, I don't think they're going to want to work with her. And the beauties were like scurrying to make alliances right off the bat to the brain. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And of course they go to the nerds. Of course they go to the nerds because they're the smart ones. Uh (laughs) And Spencer wasn't having it. He was like, "Mm mm-mm, there's Mm -hmm. a tell here that they're coming up here. I was just more pissed that we had to um, merge the tribes because now I have to remember these stupid names. Now I can't just be (laughs) like... So I think I'm just going to go with Spencer's tribe and the other one. I think that's how I'm going to refer to them. No, I will refer to them correctly. Okay. What I really want to know, John, <laughs> for the viewers. John, this reward yes. challenge where we find out that the reward is donuts and coffee, 
Um, we see that the, the yeah, we see that the teams. Am I salivating? No, that's not why. Hold on, relax, scarf. I think I might actually change her name to Scarf on the edited version. Um, they have to hold on to a pole while two other people are prying them off. Now I'm sorry. I normally say that these challenges are pretty phallic and Jeff has some pretty funny things to say. But this was basically like, get the girl off the pole. She's squeezing the pole hard. She's fighting the pole. So what did you think of this reward challenge? John, go first. I think I've seen something similar at like Gay Pride, right? Where (laughs) I don't really necessarily know what the reward is at the end. But, you know... I thought it was bizarre, and I especially loved the ex NBA player Cliff <laughs> wrapped around like mm-hmm. five times because mm-hmm. he's so big, and they still were able to get him off finally and drag him across. It was hilarious. I I love stuff like this. I think it's comical. What did you think, Melissa? Oh, I thought it was great. It was a fun challenge, and I was very careful how I worded things in my blog. <laughs> 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 very careful. It's very rare. Um, but you know, it was a, it was a very typical of a tribe switch challenge. We have to get these people that used to be on tribes together. Now they're pitted against each other. So let's make them get physical. Like it's right. it's always fun after the tribe switch. See now, I don't understand why Apari put Sarah on the second go round. Why not? I think it was Tasha who was on the first one. Why wouldn't they have put her back on? They, the other team couldn't even get her to move the first round. I don't know why they threw Sarah in there. Like, did they have to mix it up? I, would I don't think, think they so. Did. Yeah, Let's, they had to. Do, no, they didn't. Can't, can't sit out two in a row. Um, no. As we saw last week, when Spencer just kept getting to go up on the platform, jump in the water, get the ball, throw it back, up on the water, down. Apparently, anybody can do things as much as they want on these Survivor Challenges. There are apparently no rules this season. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. So, um, I thought it was very, like, like almost WrestleMania deathmatch. And I also have to say, for Sarah... That's like, again, basic police training. I was a little disappointed with Sarah that she didn't know how to lock her arms correctly or do anything. The, the, she should know some of those basic defense um, moves. Hello. She, oh, hello, She's go. She's a cop, not a criminal. Criminals know how to do that, okay? Um, That's just what I was thinking. <laughs> Thank no, you, Melissa. <laughs> Cops have to know how to do that in case they're in an no. altercation with somebody or there becomes a situation. Not a I, look, everyone, I am secret police. He's not. He's a criminal. That's why he knows how to do that. Well, depending who you ask. (laughs) Depending who you ask. Okay, so let's move on. Apari wins. Not surprisingly, they have guys going up against um, Sarah. And then they have tiny little Spencer trying to get big giant Cliff. Ain't gonna happen. Not gonna do it. Not surprised. So Apari wins. Back to the beaches we go where we find out Trish 
is from where? Massachusetts, Boston. Mm -hmm. um, thus, she instantly is in love with LJ, who is also from there, and is not a fan of twerking. That's what I took away <laughs> from that. Trish loves LJ. They're both from Boston, and Trish doesn't like twerking. What else should she I have taken know. away? She she doesn't know what it is because she's old. Remember the arms, the veiny arms last week? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to deflect to Melissa and say, what else should we be taking away from this conversation, Melissa? Uh, well, I kind of got the vibe that maybe LJ wasn't so against the idea with flirting with her a little bit, but maybe I just uh, missed something and need to watch it again. No, he nope. said he would flirt. Whatever he had to do to stay safe, he would do. I would flirt with her. I'd flirt with anybody. I'd even flirt with Eric if it meant I would stay in the game. Would you be wearing that scarf when you were flirting? I, all I would be wearing is the scarf. Well, it, would, it wouldn't work. Um, so, okay. So then back on the other beach, on the, uh, sol not on the Solani, on the Apari beach, we see one of what I think is a brilliant move by Sarah, where she realizes she's the underdog here. She's like, oh, her brain's working. And she's like, maybe somebody didn't take the uh, extra food. I'm going to let that information out and see what happens. Brilliant. I thought that mm -hmm. was brilliantly played. And I was actually surprised Morgan um, owned up to it. I actually have another theory, but I'm going to go to you guys first. What did you think of it, John? I was shocked that she owned up to it. I would have shut my mouth instead of sit there, and not only in her like her side interview where she's like, oh, she called me out, and I hope it doesn't get back to me, burp, 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 and then it coats right back to her talking in complete and utter detail about it. Shut up. It's a game. I, she, she's a mm -hmm. dildo. She's a dildo. <laughs> what do you think about it, Melissa? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, on on one hand, you kind of do. Just like you should just come clean. You've got other people from your tribe there. They they know. So you might as well just say, yeah. You know, what was I supposed to do? Tell you guys that I went and got went and looked for the clue and didn't find it. Like I don't know. I'm I'm on the so, fence about it. I, so then, are we supposed to believe she didn't find the idol? I mean, you know what I mean. We don't know. We know, no. we know as viewers she doesn't have it, but as far as the uh, the rest of her new tribe, we don't know. She could say, yeah, I didn't find it. You know, we, well, untrustworthy, untrustworthy. Well, here's what I think. I think it was brilliant that she owned up to it, but she knows she's on the bottom. And again, maybe the editing, maybe we didn't see it and she <laughs> did do this. I think she should have been like, yep, found it, have it. So Isn't don't bother nominating really, me. If don't you're bother. on the bottom... If you're on the bottom, isn't that when you don't own up to it? I, I You could make the argument either way, I'm sure. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, I think you can make the argument either way. It really We're not there on the island. We don't know what conversations have been had. Like, we don't know. Right. There could have been a like very good reason for her to do that. You, you know, you just don't know. I I say you guys comment below and let us know what you think. I am saying if I was Morgan, I would have been like, yep, I lied, it's the game, and I have the idol, so I think she is on the bottom, at least she is on the bottom, and they can think she might have a little bit of power on the bottom. Yeah, um, but that cute brunette even said, listen, Morgan has had so many red flags on her, now she has another one. 
So that just proves my point of the argument that it was wrong for her to do that. Are you referring to Alexis? Yes. I think you're referring to Alexis. Yeah. I wanted to make sure you understood, you knew the names. This is a quiz for you. Well, here's what I think is funny about Alexis. When you see her on the show, I think she looks like she's 13. When you see her bio survivor picture, she looks like she's 40, and I don't get it. It's very well, her body is obviously she's not 13 yeah. in that black bikini. Okay. No. Right. I also just enjoy that we said power bottom. So, let us um, move. Why are you looking at me when you say that? I'm not. Really? Really, Scar? Uh, so what, what else going into this um, immunity challenge did you think, like, is there anything else you want to talk about, Melissa, before we head into the immunity challenge? Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about the show, Melissa? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. Let's go to the immunity challenge. Okay, brilliant. I just want to make sure I don't leave out any good Melissa points, because I know she is, like, her blogs are so full of information. Right. I wish exactly, which is why she, my head. which is why you're we really like you on the show. So we yeah. actually stick to the show, <laughs> right? So we're not all over the place. They're actually giving right, facts. Right. Okay, so right. immunity challenge once again is broken down into the phallicness of grab your big pole, smash some wood, and then come over to the challenge to the puzzle. And it was just very weird. It it was very sexual. All of these challenges. I'm just saying. It, is very sexual these challenges. Okay, so I thought it was a good challenge, but what confused me, and Melissa, I think maybe you would know this, why did they have to sit one person out on each tribe? Like, they had an equal amount of people, so why did they sit one out? Was that just for drama? Has that ever happened before? I, I think it's because of the amount of handholds they could put on that log. Okay. And they could Hashtag. only take three people... <laughs> Hashtag. You can't but, uh, yeah. hashtag the. Oh, I'm sorry. You knew that, John. You know the reason was that they couldn't put enough handles on the log. Right. You know why? Because I could count. <laughs> okay. See how this is going. Uh, yeah. So I was kind of floored, but I feel like this season the editing it's being reversed every. Um, every episode. I feel like there's always the misdirect, and it's never like the spot-on editing. So the fact that um, the Solani tribe were kind of winning, kind of winning, I was like, oh, I think they're going to lose if they're going right out the bat like this. And sure enough, they did. I was so happy to see Apari win, to have the first win for all of our brains, which are now together. So happy. Um, but where did they go back to? Like, which is the um, camp that got given up? Do we know that, Melissa? Um, I think, uh, oh, man. I know that one team went to the, the first team went to the Braun Tribe camp. Right. And I think the other ones... I can't mm -hmm. figure out if the other ones went to beauty or brain, though. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't tell us on the show. I just thought maybe you would know. But wouldn't it make sense that they wouldn't have gone to the brain tribe? Because the brains never won anything, so they would have had the least of the rewards. <laughs> right. No food, no food. Right, that's true. When it comes to our no food bag and no tarp... <laughs> 
come on. Housewarming party. Um, I should also say quickly that Michael in the chat room says, New Brain Tribe stood no chance against the others. They had men versus their two guys. And he's referring to the first reward challenge by saying that it was kind of outmatched by being guys versus um, the girls. So yeah, I think the immunity challenge, it also didn't seem too hard. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. The rolling of that log to like just slam. They made it seem like it was such a complicated puzzle. Mm. Well, considering you couldn't see all the way around it, because it went all the way around it. So like you wouldn't be able to see parts. I oh, stop it, Sean. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. You I mean, you could, I mean? Have, could you put one person on each side of the ball? Like, hey, you're going good. No, we couldn't. I liked how Spencer. I don't know. I liked how Spencer got a little bit nasty with Jeff when he was like, "Can we switch positions? Can we switch positions?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh yes, Spencer. Can you switch positions? Is all right." <laughs> Love that little Spencer. Love him. Um, okay, so yeah, Apari wins. Apari wins immunity, and then there's poor Tony on the side, like dumbfounded, like, how did that happen? And uh, yeah, it happened because I think you guys got a little bit too confident. So back we go now, back over to the Solani tribe, where it is now the mad dash scramble of Trish wants to get out Cliff. So why don't we just start there? Are we like, are we buying Trish's reasoning for wanting Cliff out? Like she says he doesn't do anything. He's kind of bossy. Do, are we buying that, Melissa? I, I mean, he's definitely a threat. I don't, maybe she's making excuses for herself so she can keep LJ around. But mm -hmm. he's definitely a threat post-merge because he is very personable. People like him. And he's a big dude. Like he's going to do well in those individual immunity challenges. So I think it's a valid concern for hers. I just don't. She's playing with her heart. Right. So. See, I, I think it's both. Heart. Yeah. He's, it's not racist. No, I think that it's both. I think she wants LJ around because she's a woman and she's got needs. And I think that Cliff is a threat. And I think that keeping him longer and when you merge again as an individual threat, he's going to be a powerhouse. Get him out now. If he's mm -hmm. not contributing to the camp, even better. Get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, and to that point, I mean, Trish and kind of Tony have to be at the bottom of that tribe, no? So I don't know why they wouldn't want to take out someone higher up on the totem pole that's going to win stuff. I don't that's know why right. Tony wasn't all gung-ho with this plan right from the beginning. Like, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me why he uh, wouldn't want to. But... Um, you know, the, I just, I also think LJ was a little bit weird in this, just like pacing back and forth. I mean, again, it's editing. We don't really see him making any plans. Go ahead, John. What do you think? He was not, I'm, LJ's starting to grow on me. I'm understanding what Chris is seeing. <laughs> Look, I, I am not one to talk, but here's what I'm going to say about oh. Mr. Tony, who, uh, Mr. LJ, he was on the beauty tribe originally, correct, Melissa? Yes. Okay, aside from the fact that the camera plays a little bit of tricks, when I look at him, I see, like, a fattish, 
balding man. I don't get where the beauty lies in LJ. Like, he totally has the male pattern baldness in the back of his head. He seems like he's gaining weight on the island. And then he's not really muscular. He's just like that trick muscular where, like, you look quick and maybe he's muscular. But then if you get a side view, it's all kind of, like, droopy. So all I'm saying is LJ is not really doing it for me. And it's a little bit weird. Ahead, are you watching? Are you watching the Survivor? Are you watching Survivor? Yeah, I am. And or are you is... watching Biggest Loser? I don't understand what you're watching. No, I'm watching Survivor, and I'm just saying okay. that is my um, that's my opinion. So... Are, your, are your eyes open when you're watching it? Because I... uh, no, you're wrong. Okay. So Michael um it also is saying did anybody notice the rules you can't let go of your handle but you can switch spots so that's a good point it's a good point by michael it's a really good point michael because that, that that would make sense like why spencer would be asking him like can we move or can't we move so like i, I mean i totally get it that that's why they probably did it. So what else about this strategy, Melissa, do you feel like kind of played in to the Solani tribe figuring out what they, you know, eventually which way to vote? Like, is there anything interesting that we're really not seeing or other dynamics we should be thinking about? Well, oh man, that's a tough question. It's... <sighs> Well, I mean, we might as well go ahead and say it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, blindside. Hashtag blindside. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, I mean, you didn't really get a feel for it at Tribal. I mean, they talk, I mean, you know Jeff at Tribal. He's always leading those people with questions. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that, I don't don't know if Tony knew what he was going to do when he went to Tribal or not. So I think he was still undecided about it. So I don't really know. I think he could have gone either way and been fine, I think. I think that's the impression they want us to have because haven't you noticed so far in the last three weeks, what is it, almost every exit has been a blindside? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. John, keep talking. I I mean, I don't remember a season where there were so many blindsides so early and so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So It's been like almost every single vote out has been a blindside. But everyone we've kind of talked to on the side or anything has pretty much said by the time you're in tribal council, they pretty much know who's going home. And mm-hmm. Eric's all about production values. So, Eric, <laughs> did you want to speak on this? <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. Um, no, I don't know what you've said, but I think that, uh, yeah. So let's go then into tribal. I know you were just talking about it. Um Right. Jeff definitely leads questions. I agree there. I do kind of think, though, that uh, Tony knew ahead of time because we know that, like, on the walk to Tribal, they are not really allowed to talk. Is that what you said, John? That's exactly what I said. Uh, I'll shut up then. Um, No, no, no. You were going perfect. I was like, okay, you and I are safe. What I said was is... The people, the, the survivor people we've talked to have pretty much told us or insinuated, allegedly, that they know who's going home when they get to tribal. Well, of course they do. I mean, they have to know. And, um, like, if it's anything like Big Brother, on Big Brother, they have to, like, lock those votes in in the morning. So, you know, when they sit down to vote and are like, I vote to evict, 
Amanda, that's not like a spur of the moment. Like, those pleas mean nothing on Big Brother. I hate to ruin it all for you. They have to lock in their votes in the morning. The, the little plea means nothing. It's all bells and whistles. So I wonder if it's like that for Survivor as well. I also don't know why I am holding my little spatula <laughs> for this. I think you're digging your own. And um, note things out about. So yeah, we see that uh, Cliff was blindsided, but I think it plays into this whole going back to the numbers. Did Apari really mess this up? Like, all the original, because they were brawn, right? Mm-hmm. All the original brawn tribe had to do was just stick together and kick off the other people that came in. And who was that? Was um, was it Morgan? No, it was LJ and Jeffra. Yeah, all they had to do was just pick them. Up. They could have had two more days at least, or two more weeks for us of them all being one solid tribe. And it kind of was mm-hmm. brilliant that Trish was able to get in there and kind of break that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I was that. not expecting a play like that from her. At all. I was shocked, too. I was wow. shocked, too, because she hadn't done anything really yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, what LJ aside, like I really didn't see her doing that. I figured she would kind of follow the group and vote how they wanted her to vote. The heart wants what the heart wants, Melissa. And the heart wants LJ. The heart wants LJ around. And that's what the heart's going to get. Heart Um, on, heart, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, heart, heart on, yeah. No, sounds great. (laughs) So, but now, there was also this huge tension that we've kind of been seeing building between Lindsay and Trish as well, where um, Lindsay is like, oh, I hate Trish's laugh, and it's so fake, and she just plays it up whenever LJ's around, and blah, 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 blah. So, and, and like, yes, weren't, like, in the beginning of the season, wasn't Lindsay like, oh, oh, no, Trish was like, Lindsay doesn't do anything, she doesn't get firewood, she doesn't do any of that stuff. So clearly there's been tension since the start, and then as we see next week, it looks like Jeff Probst has to be called in because maybe Lindsay's leaving the game because she just can't handle how mean Lindsay's being to her. What do you think of that, Melissa? Uh, I have, I love it when Jeff comes to camp in like the middle of the night because there's something wrong. I love that. So I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really excited to find out. Well, she doesn't really do anything. I mean, what, what could she lose? Like a dread? I mean, she's not doing anything. Her hands look perfectly fine. She doesn't have any calluses because it's not like she's chopping wood. Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't have to. No, she's not. But, I mean, here's the thing. I would be torn right off the bat if I was on a game like this because, number one, my first thought is... <laughs> If you are having trouble with me, great. I will play into that to get you to self-evict. And if you're going to self-evict yourself from the game, you're a horrible-ass player. And brilliant that that's the strategy that I could use to get you out of this game. I don't even have to beat you. You have a one-in-whatever chance of a million dollars. And, ooh, you don't like hearing me laugh and be around me is what's going to remove you from the game? Like, oh, you should have never been on the show in the first place. See, I think you should definitely do that because I'm about to self-evict myself from this show. 
So you're well, really good at it. No, you're not. But here's <laughs> here's the other flip side of that. If I was on a show, I would also know if I was a Lindsay, and I would think, hmm, I'm probably not getting any airtime. I better walk with Jeff would get me some. Then I might be like, oh, Jeff, John's being mean to me, and you have to come to the beach or I'm going home. And then I would get some airtime. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. Which... The last point that I completely forgot to make was how stupid was LJ when he knew he was at risk in that tribal council? He had an idol and he didn't play it. He just, that was a, like, a one or however many there are. So, like, there are eight. That's an eight and a million. I'm saying that wrong. I don't know sports. Look, my point is you had a one in eight chance at a million dollars and you just risked it all on the hope that your new tribe was going to be honest. You really are stupid. Glad it worked out for you, but you're stupid. Dumb and fat and balding. (laughs) So you are bad. You're jealous and bad. Well, look, here's the plus. But I do agree with you with that. If you ever have like a conversation with him sometime in the future, since you're in love with him, just be like, Oh, there's an idol in my pants. And I'm probably like, oh, really? Idol in your pants? Oh, no. Stupid. <laughs> what is problematic? Next time his back's to me, I'll just say, can we have? Can we talk? Mm-hmm. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I think should happen. So I think it was very interesting all around this episode of Survivor. Um, Melissa, final thoughts from you on um, on this whole... Oh, actually, wait. Before I get your final thoughts, here's one more thing from Michael. He says, Lindsay is just freaking out because she knew she was next to go on the tribe and kind of, and kind of weak-minded if Trish can push you out. Yes, I completely agree. So Trish, um, so wait, so Lindsay is next to go? <laughs> Lindsay's freaking out because she, is that true, Melissa? Well, actually, that makes a lot of sense because she was, her, she and Cliff were really closely aligned. Like, they oh. got along well. So, yeah, if Tony and everybody's going to flip, she's really only got mm-hmm. woo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she probably is going to freak out. Oh. Which is why Jeff, which is um, why Jeff comes next week. So, mm-hmm. so it she's gonna pull out. a Colton. She's gonna uh, be a Colton. Oh my appendix! Oh my polo's oh. dirty. Oh. I know I'm not gonna win, so I just might as well leave. Right, exactly. Um, oh, and Michael is also saying that LJ Spencer and the country model are hot, and I'm wrong about LJ. So thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Okay. Um, So Melissa, now what are your final (laughs) thoughts at this moment? Um, And I want to check in. Are you still sticking with your pick to win for this? Um, for now, yes, I am sticking with Wu because I think he's a really smart player, and I think he's going to be able to roll with the punches really well Mm -hmm. with what's going on. And he's not, I mean, we didn't hardly see him in the preview at all, so that tells me that he's just going to let Lindsay have all that drama, which Mm -hmm. is going to be good for him. Um, Otherwise, it was a great episode. I loved it. I'm probably going to watch it again here in a little bit. I did, too. Oh, okay. John, then, final thoughts? 
Melissa, I agree with everything that you say strategically, but I'm 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 voting with vanity. So <laughs> So mine has been Jeremiah because of my cat. But I'm like an LT now as well. So Okay. Uh, so so you're liking the season and you want LT and Jeremiah to win. Um, okay, that's an awesome strategy. I would like uh, your cat. I would like uh, Spencer to win, and I think that this new tribe merge is going to give him new life in this game. So aside from mine, which also started out for vanity reasons as well, I think Spencer is getting a much better footing in this game and has a chance to go much farther. And he's using the picture I took of him as his Twitter icon, so thanks for that. Um, but leave your comments below. Let us know uh, who you guys are saying at this point uh, is your pick to win, what you loved, what you hated about this episode. Um, and of course, check out Melissa's blog on it, Amazing Race, and King of the Nerds as well. John, go ahead and do your outro first. Hey guys, so much fun chatting with Melissa about Survivor. Such a good episode last night. Um, don't forget to hang out with us next week as we discuss Survivor's next episode. Same time, same day. Also check out my vlogs on yourrealityrecaps.com. When you're there, go to uh, forward slash kick and check out our Kickstarter. Watch our video show. It shows you how you can um, support us if you like what you're seeing, if you like what you're reading thumbs up our YouTube videos and um, yeah, subscribe. donate, share, subscribe. Go ahead, Melissa, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, well, you can talk to me on Twitter at the Dolphin Poet. Uh, you can go to your reality recap. She read my Survivor, Amazing Race, <laughs> King of the Nerds blogs. And uh, feel free to comment. I love to talk about my reality shows. <laughs> Yes, and then while you are at it, um, check out Dana's Big Brother Canada coverage. As yes. it is very mm -hmm. good for all of you Big Brother um, Canada yes. fans. And uh, John, I know you said that you're doing vlogs on uh, Housewives. You're also doing them on RuPaul's Drag Race as well. We have Tyler blogging about that. And most excitingly, which I'm kind of really proud of because people are really loving it, is I am reading to you guys the Bravo Housewives blog. So not like our blogs that we do on our website, literally the blogs that the Housewives write for Bravo TV, I am dramatically reading them to all of you. So I will say, without, um, that is all. Oh, and we'll be back tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow with Jeff Rye from Opposite Worlds to have a special Friday afternoon reality check show with the one and only Miss Cleo BB15 as well. So it is a special Friday afternoon um, reality check show for all of you. So thank you, John. I agree. You're correct. This is a wonderful fashion statement. It doesn't at all look stupid. It's very Grace and, Jones. Right. I love it. I don't you know. You look like Sally Field from Not Without My Daughter. Um, is that <laughs> is, is that a lesbian? Because that's what John looks like. Oh my god. <laughs> I say Grace Jones and you guys say Sally Field. It's not fair. It's not Sally fair. Fields kill her baby? I, I don't know anything. No, I don't know what I'm doing. Not without my daughter. That's but, hilarious. 
Okay, well, uh, <laughs> if you think I look stupid, then you know how you look, John. And that about wraps up our show for this week. So we will see you guys all tomorrow and next week for our Survivor show again, where hopefully Melissa will come back and impart some more of her Survivor knowledge on us. We will see you guys all tomorrow with Jeff Fry from Opposite Worlds and um, Miss Cleo. Bye, everybody. Yay!